0: This is Booker T, five-time WCW champion. You're listening to WNS Podcast. Now, can you date that, sucker? This is Mark Henry, the world's strongest man, and you're listening to WNS. This is
1: everyone's favorite wrestler, Rob Van Dam. You know what you're doing? You're listening to
0: WNS. Hello, fans. This is the Hall of Famer Ron Simmons, and you are listening to WNS Podcast. And if you're not listening, that's just one word for you. Damn! Hey everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. And if you want to get your money's worth, you'll stay right here. WNS Podcast. <laughs> Everybody's got a price for the Million Dollar Man. Hello, this is WWE
1: Hall of Famer Mick Foley, and you are listening to the WNS Podcast.
0: Yeah. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I'm Dale here. I'm Tyler A. Barrow. Welcome to episode 420. Yeah. <laughs> of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, Diminus Podcast, on YouTube, Diminus Video, and on iTunes by searching Source Podcast. We're going to roll 12 deep
1: Get to your parents' house.
0: And play, play beer pong. Beer pong, yes.
1: Uh, we're on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search for us on Source Podcast. You can also
0: follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore A-Bear.
1: iTunes, buy us out.
0: I'm looking for that buyout. I'm waiting. That would be nice. Uh, and you can also go to WNSPodcast.com <clears throat> for any past episodes if you don't want to go the whole iTunes or Stitcher, whatever route. Yep. So you can always go there and listen to the past episodes, which is really cool. Um, and if any executives are listening, I really like iTunes. Yeah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm trying to butter them up. <laughs> uh, and we are also in the process. Um, ben, about, ben and I have been talking about uh, getting us on Spotify. Ooh. So that could be a possibility here in the future. So let me ask you about that. How do you get on Spotify? You ask them. Oh, I don't know. Okay, that's I was like, okay, yeah. That's yeah. a Ben question. I'm not sure. I think you just share the Ben. Share the link with Do you want investors. a banana? <laughs> or a hot dog. Um, yeah. Would you mind if I had a banana? <laughs> banana Come on, Ben. Come back to the USA. Please. We need <laughs> Please. So uh we're gonna we're gonna cover what was the raw reunion. What? From things I've seen because
1: I moved into a different house, didn't have cable, so yeah. I only saw like uh, clips
0: on my phone from Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, we're also going to talk a little bit about Smackdown, some hot topics as well. AEW. That's right. You got some AEW news as well. And SuperCard and supercard. Yeah, we got that to talk about as well. So uh before we get into all of that, Tyler, how you doing? Pump for supercard. Pump for supercard. <laughs> you wanna and I'm talk drinking about that first. Or? Some
1: awesome cherry coke yeah. with vanilla crown. Yeah. Shit's
0: good. Yeah, it is. Very good. Not too bad. And you got some real cherries in there, maraschino cherries. Those are the best cherries in the world. Hell yeah. Fight me for it. Um so yeah, uh, I know it was a busy weekend for you. Um oh my god, fairly busy for me as well. Um, we got you partially moved into your mostly to your moved. home out of the apartment, out of the studio apartment in Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> yeah. So um so that was a lot of fun. Yeah. My back's still recovering from that. Yeah. But uh these things will will heal and time will time pass. Time will heal. That's right. So uh and then Sunday, uh, my wife and I went with my mother and stepfather to, uh, to an Astros game. So, it was quite a bit of fun while you guys were sweating it out for day two of moving all the furniture. Yeah. Did Noah pick up his slack? Yeah. Okay, good. Good to know that he
1: He did he not away. want to talk about the Parade slush.
0: <laughs> Parade slush. Yes. I don't understand. Like, why does (laughs) all of a sudden he doesn't like it now? He thought it was the best thing ever. He was going (laughs) to order one, and then I told him a different way of saying it, and he got all pissed about it. (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) Yeah. So, anywho. Yeah. So, um, man, uh, aside from the uh, the raw reunion, which was a ratings grabber, like that's that was the intent. From what I've seen
1: Mm -hmm. in articles, you. Uh, I read on the internet, because you can believe everything you read on the internet. Uh, They said this was not a good episode.
0: As far as progressing stories and stuff, no, it was not. As far as nostalgia, sure. Yeah, because that's all it was. It was, hey, let's put the 24-7 title on a bunch of different people. And, hey, do you remember these legends? Hey, do you remember these people? Was there
1: one that surprised you that was there?
0: Um, as far as being considered legends, there were a couple, um, You know, no offense to them, maybe one day they might be considered legends, but Jonathan Coachman, sorry, not a legend. Um, Alicia Fox, sorry, not what? a legend. Yeah. Um, so, huh? there's word that came out that it's rumored that she has retired from in-ring competition and it was done quietly, like there was no official announcement. It was probably like WWE saying, you're done. Pretty much. But like she was just hanging out with the legends backstage. Yeah. And like Santino Morello was there, which was cool to see, but I don't know if I consider him a legend. I think it's more of just like the nostalgia. I think it was a trip down memory lane is what it was. Um, there was one one comment that I read that said it felt like it would it would have been a series finale. Where they bring back all the stars of the past. Hey, thanks for making it what it was. was, We had a good run. I'm
1: jumping into this, but uh, I saw on Facebook, uh, I didn't
0: understand it. It was Rikishi is with the Usos on the side,
1: but Devon was with the Revival. That
0: is correct. Why? It was not explained. Um, In fact, we we put up a poll um, on our podcast page asking if you thought Raw Reunion was a success or a failure... We've had over two thousand votes. Yep. Um, so far, it's still available for those who are listening. Unless you're listening like a week later or something, um, twelve hundred voting success, uh, almost a thousand saying it was a failure. So, um, you know, kind of kind of split on that one. I think. Um, you know, it, like I said, if if the goal was to bring nostalgia, they succeeded in that. If it was to put over the next wave of wrestlers, they failed miserably. I
1: saw that. the uh, interview in DX together with Seth Rollins and then um, yeah. uh, AJ Styles with the club. Remember they call them the original club, the OC? Yeah. That just, they just changed it?
0: Yes, they did. Uh, and what's interesting about that, since you mentioned uh, Seth Rollins, that spot was originally meant for Ricochet. It, that He was supposed to have that moment where he's, you know, Flanked by DX and uh, and the NWO, and they were supposed to be saying, "This is going to be the next guy. This is the next guy." Really? But supposedly, he had like an elbow injury of some kind, oh. you know, like an infection or something in his elbow, and uh, was unable to compete. So they moved it to Seth Rollins, who went up against AJ Styles that night. Did the so. Boogeyman do anything? The Boogeyman scared Drake Maverick, which cost him the twenty four seven title. Which was one of the weakest changings of titles that you will ever see. and what's interesting is that there were some titles, there were some of the 24/ 7 titles that changed hands, and you never saw it. You I saw, saw that it, you in, saw in the, the, the limo. Yeah, you saw the aftermath. Um, but as far as like the one that happened with Drake Maverick um, and, um, and Pat Patterson, that was the weakest one i've ever seen i didn't see that one because he drake maverick literally got scared by the boogeyman tripped over something fell down pat patterson comes in like kicks him twice puts his foot on him and says all right count ref and they count one two three so fairly weak but in all, the, uh, the 24-7 title changed like nine times, I think, over the night. It went from R-Truth to Drake Maverick to Pat Patterson to Gerald Briscoe, which was one that was not seen. We just saw the aftermath. To Kelly Kelly to Candice Michelle, who I didn't, I didn't even know that was Candice Michelle. She looked different? She looked very different. It was like, who is this lady who is a, apparently a legend uh-huh. hanging out with Melina, who is now a referee of some kind? Um, so Candice Michelle, yeah, it's a whole She works thing. for it or it's just for that night? It was just for that that bit. And it's like, oh, I've been training for years and I finally got my license. And they're like, oh, license to do what? To and kill? She, like, she takes off eel. her hoodie or a jacket and <clears throat> she's wearing a referee outfit. And Candice Michelle attacks Kelly Kelly. What if she
1: had a sign or she said, I missed John Morrison?
0: <laughs> I highly doubt that would be the case. Okay. Um, so Candace Michelle becomes the champ. I bray to uh, blaze. Braze. Alundra Blaze then puts her in a weak chokehold, and Candace Michelle taps out. And then she sells the title to Ted DiBiase, who then loses it to Drake Maverick, who then loses it to R Truth. I
1: wonder how long they're going to keep on going back and forth between R Truth and Drake Maverick. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Th- I feel like those are the two <clears throat> best guys that you can have for it. But also, I'm glad that they're uh,
1: Drake is doing more things now instead of just being general manager. Yeah, general manager of 205 Live. Rockstar
0: and Spud, no longer the manager for AOP, yeah. I guess. Nope. Nope. So, uh, but I mean, it's hard to it's hard to give like uh, an honest review of this show because it was strictly for nostalgia's sake.
1: I heard Stone Cold didn't really do too much. Stone
0: Cold, I felt was probably the best out of all. Really, of all, just because of his his the promo that he cut, it felt a a lot more organic. I love you. Pretty much, uh, he came out and was like, "Hey, you know, we've run the roads together. We've gotten in trouble together, and um, uh, the story he told with being in the hotel with Ron Simmons, like he was in an elevator door opens up and." there's Ron Simmons standing there, and he says, and I beat him to the punch, and I said, damn! You
1: know,
0: like, I mean, there were some fun little stories, and so it was it was heartfelt, and, uh, and, you know, the fact that Stone Cold comes out and says, you know, these guys have formed a brotherhood. It doesn't matter how old we get. We're,
1: we're family,
0: and yeah. thanks to you guys, you know, we've gotten to travel the world together, see all kinds of cool stuff, um, so you guys are our family. Everyone watching at home, you're our family, so... It was Tony like
1: a, Khan. He's my family.
0: No, no mention of Tony Khan. Oh, okay, one. sorry. Dixie Carter. No mention of her either. Uh, uh, um, Billy Corgan. No, no mention of him either. Vince Russo. No, I don't think so. Jim mm. Cornette. No. <laughs> Noah Perryman. Yes, absolutely yes. Noah, Noah Perryman. Um, so, but this, this episode of Raw, it was... <laughs> It was just a trip down memory lane, is what it was. Um, it kicked things off with John Cena. I, I'm surprised they didn't wait until
1: like October or something. Why? I don't know, since people are moving around. I mean, Raw's not moving around. Right. But, I don't know, a lot of things are going on, and that is kind of a ra- ratings booster. So supposedly,
0: this was a call from the USA Network. They said, <clears throat> look, guys, the ratings haven't been doing too well. We need to have something to... To say, hey, look, the ratings are good. And so they said, okay, well, let's do a Raw reunion. And surprisingly enough, it worked because the ratings were over 3 million, which... Well, you said it was all right.
1: Yeah. Um, In my opinion, like, maybe, like, the first Raw reunion was, like, good. But, like, the ones that always, like, came after it, after it was, like, never that great to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, you can only have these guys go out there so much um, there were supposedly some that backed out, like Psycho Sid was supposed to appear. Um, there were some that were that didn't pass the physical. Was Hogan there? Hogan was there. Flair was there. Surprisingly, um, Goldberg or something. Goldberg did. Yeah, well, Goldberg was not there. But I mean, like Kevin ha- Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, they were both there, but they didn't really do what anything. What about Billy Gunn? Billy Gunn was not there. Dean Malenko. There, there was actually a funny moment with that with DX. They take a shot at him. They kind of did, but it was, uh, it was um, Road Dogg, and he was like, "Oh man, I forgot to text Billy, or I forgot to invite Billy," something like something like that. He was like, "Oh yeah, we've we're in, we've got mm-hmm. the numbers," because uh, they were facing down the OC, um, and they were like, "Yeah, we, uh, you know, my math's not the best, but we've got the numbers, and with the spirit of China, you know, that makes." You know, however many seven or something. And, oh, dang it! I forgot to text Billy to come or invite Billy. Um, but yeah, so it was a nice little, a nice little jab or something. But uh, it was in good spirit. I think it'd be hilarious if like if they
1: invited certain people back that was like very obscure. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we got Nathan Jones. Or Paul I haven't, haven't seen in a while. Yeah, Duke oh, the Dumpster. Yeah, Marcus Corvon. Yeah, like people, are like, these are not legends. Definitely. Yeah, you know, just just like, like what? look at these people who worked for us. <laughs> it
0: didn't work out too well. <laughs> but like Kazarni. Uh, yeah, but I mean, there. I mean, it drives home the point of you know who's going to be that next top star. Because you you're looking at Hogan, you're looking at Flair, you're looking at Nash and Hall, and I'm like, God, these guys are aging. If they can like do it right, they need to make the people on the current
1: roster like big. But if they do it yeah. right, they their stars already on NXT. If they can just mm. elevate them onto the main roster instead of holding them fucking down, because you're gonna work to our program, you're gonna be in this. No one's yeah. gonna be top top anymore. The only person that's like really top top is like. Seth Rollins and maybe AJ
0: Styles. Maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, that's part of the problem. Like, there isn't that big star like there was back in the day. The last one of the big, big stars was John Cena. Yeah. John Cena and Randy Orton. Maybe Batista. But they were also feuding against guys like Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Randy Orton doesn't seem like a super top, top guy now. Not anymore. Not anymore. He's kind of taking a back seat. Um. And that you know that leads into the problems that that they've they've created themselves in not building the next next generation of major well you stars. have Brock, but no because he came he was in the same class of Randy Orton and John Cena and Batista, so he's in that same generation. the The problem he is, was a top top yeah before like I don't know.
1: But the, I still think he is a top tier guy. But they and don't he see is.
0: Yeah. But the problem is, <clears throat> is that there aren't enough top tier guys now because they spent so much time milking John Cena and Randy Orton instead of building up and coming stars. They had opportunity. Like, like absolutely, they did. Like, don't get me wrong. Fucking AJ Styles is a workhorse. Well, AJ Styles is the same age of John Cena and Randy Orton. He just came into the game into late. WWE too late.
1: How old is Daniel Bryan?
0: Same. Uh, I'm not because sure because
1: he was top tier in my opinion, and now they don't do shit with him.
0: Yeah, I mean, he wasn't even on SmackDown this past week. Uh, he's 38, so and AJ is 41, 42. Somewhere around there, John Cena's 42, Randy Orton's 39, Kofi Kingston 37. So, it's like, how long are these guys going to even stick around? Like, they need to start building this the next generation Which they have, now. like, because Johnny Gargano is my age or one year younger. Right. Or something like that. But Adam Collis. Adam Colas. But they need to start getting these guys the big exposure. Yep. They need to start getting called up Ow. to the to the main roster now because... There's you know. many people on NXT
1: that could be, like, amazing. Like, Keith Lee could be, like, yeah. if they do,
0: right, next big guy. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Uh, but, see, the problem is that they're spending so much time in, in NXT that whenever they finally do get called up, it's to be they're only going to have maybe five, six years. So, it's like you can't build a big star in that time. Like, you need to get these guys early, young, fresh, you know, look at look at MJF, youngest guy on on well not the youngest guy but a young guy that AEW is going to build into a mega star that most likely WWE will want them him in the future. Yeah, I mean Keith Lee, thirty four, Matt Riddle, thirty three, Johnny Gargano, thirty one. These are guys that need to be in main roster in the main roster now. now. They need to get called up because let's see like Randy Orton.
1: Okay, let's let's say an example of someone who's really, really young right now. Um,
0: Velveteen Dream. He's what, early 20s? Uh, somewhere around there. But, like, here's here's my point. Randy Orton, who was, like, the youngest WWE champion in history, won it at the age of 24. So, he was 24 years old. He was younger than that when they first brought him in. It's probably 22, 23, somewhere around there. So, they need to start... Aiming towards stars like that, not like once you get in your thirties, it's starting to come too late. Yeah,
1: because I, I hate to say this, but
0: Samoa Joe's WWE run's not going to be great. No, Velveteen Dream is twenty three years old. Wow, that's a good age. Yeah. So, like, if you were to bring him in now to the main roster, you would have a star for the next eight or nine years, as opposed to four or five. Uh, you look at Samoa Joe, forty years old. How long can he go? Uh, Rey Mysterio, forty-four. Kevin Owens is thirty-five. So you know he has the potential, of, you know, two or three solid years as a top guy, and then he's got to pass it off to someone else. Yeah, you know, like I'm how probably, old is Sami Zayn? Probably the same as probably, Kevin. Yeah, probably the same age around, around there. Um, Sami Zayn is thirty-five. Dolph Ziggler, thirty-eight. So. You know, you, you got to start building for these guys, and and Dolph Ziggler's been in the game for over a decade. Mhm. Miz thirty eight.
1: I would say Miz had a successful WWE run, for
0: sure. I would. I would. Ups think and so. downs, yes, yeah. but he's. I think if he can get one more good solid title run, he he would be fine. You know. Similar to like how Kofi Kingston's title run has been so far. it's I mean, it's been 100 days. It's been fairly solid. He's faced all comers, and he's managed to find a way to win, despite what, you know, some people might say, oh, you know, it's getting boring, whatever. I think he's had a pretty good run so far. Um, so even if he loses at SummerSlam, I'd be okay with him losing. I'd be okay with him retaining. Um, but, um, but my point is like, you know, th- he was a star years ago that again got didn't get the the push when when he needed it or when he could have. Yeah. You know, like you think back to whenever he had that feud with Randy Orton and he trashed the the NASCAR or whatever. Like that was a chance to build a new star and they didn't do it. Um you look at Rusev, who had a chance to dethrone John Cena, they didn't pull the trigger. Bray Wyatt, they didn't pull the trigger. Even look at like they changed it last minute when Nexus was supposed to be like absolutely, yeah. Like, Rusev's 33. You give him solid five years until he's going 38, dude could be a big star. I'm telling you what. He needs to leave WWE. Yeah. I mean, Bray Wyatt is, um, is 32. Wow. I thought he was a little older than that. I know. It's because he's been around for so long. But he's an established player now. Yeah. So, if they were to... Give, start giving him that push. That's easily six or seven, maybe even eight years that he could be. Can in you the top, imagine in like five or six years? A lot of wrestlers that we like are going to be like done Yeah, they're done. Yeah, that's what they need to start focusing on. You know, I mean, losing John Cena from being a main player is a big hit. Yeah, but this is the time where they should have. You know, in the past. Like whenever he was US champ and he was doing those open challenges and he fought guys like Sami Zayn and 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 others, like that was the time to start establishing new players. I will I will tell him this. Like,
1: <clears throat> shame on WWE and I know they're going to overcome and they're gonna adapt, hopefully, but <clears throat> Things are about to show. Yeah. When AEW steps up. Mm-hmm. And other competitions are already stepping up, but shame on them, you know. I know you are like a uh goliath uh, a juggernaut of a company and you have a shit ton of people in your system from raw smackdown nxt nxt uk 205 live uh all that um even your developmental system but how many of those people are megastars yeah
0: and you know, don't get me wrong. You have and it, people are awesome. You do. Wrestlers. You have an amazing talent <clears throat> in yes. NXT, but you need to get them that big exposure to make them become stars. Like you need to start building them now. But don't get me wrong. There's a shit ton that are amazing wrestlers. Absolutely. Here's a, here's here's how we're looking at AEW. Okay, you give them a five year plan to build stars. They are going to be in a building stage for the next five years. MJF, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, currently 23 years old. He'll be 28 in five years. Mm -hmm. That's going to be your top star. Joey Janela, 30 years old. So he'll be 35. So he'll probably be able to give you another five years. Young Young
1: Bucks are relatively young, too, because I think uh, Nick is like uh,
0: 28, 29, and Mm -hmm. Matt is like 32. Yeah. (coughs) Adam Page, 27 years old. So that's another big star you can have. Jimmy Havoc's 35, so by the time you get to that five-year plan, he can pass it off.
1: Jungle Boy, uh, I know people are still learning about him, but he has, well, he's early
0: 20s, I think. He... Uh, Jack 20, Perry. 21. one. Twenty fucking one. Yeah. So you, oh, you my build God. Him if up, you establish him and... I mean, he's already popular. Yeah. But you give him five years to develop into a star... He, he'll only be twenty six. He could easily give you another decade. Yes, easily if as long as he his body holds up. Yeah. Uh, how old is Luchasaurus? Uh, that's a good question. Luchasaurus age, thirty four. So by that time, thirty nine, he can go off and face extinction. Whatever. Kenny Omega's is like what mid thirties, I think. Um. Kenny Omega 35. 35. Yeah. So it is another five years. Yeah. Uh, Jericho's 48. So his time obviously going to be limited. Cody Rhodes, 34. Um, let's see. I mean, everyone knows Christopher Daniels is like 48 right now. <laughs> he's, he's an anomaly in yeah. and of itself, um, but he is going to be able to be that backstage help. Similar yeah, that's what to he Billy is. Gunn, similar to Dean Malenko. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure Kazarian is going to fall. All into that, those guys that are well. helping themselves uh, because,
1: and it's not a complete fountain of youth, but it's kind of a fountain of youth. Is mm-hmm. DDP Yoga?
0: Yeah, actually, with their bodies, mean, it's helping. helping. Yes, <clears throat> but I mean, you look at these guys and how much younger they are right now, and they're about to get thrust into the spotlight, and they're going to either sink or swim. So it's only going to go up from there if, Lucha they, if Brothers, they can hold look on. Look them to up. It. Uh, so I'm curious. Let's see.
1: I want to say Pentagon's older. Maybe or not. I'm not for sure. Let's see. We're about to see Ray Phoenix, Pentagon Jr.
0: Let's see. Pentagon is 34, which, you know, that can, he could easily give you another five years. As he actually needs to slow down. Hell, yeah, he does. Uh, same with Kenny Omega. Phoenix... <clears throat> wrestler um he's phoenix is 28 so
1: he can go a lot
0: longer yeah pentagon so yeah so that's just an example like you know you're building for the future instead of the present instead of doing a quick turnaround and saying oh yeah hey look at this guy you know like, you'll also, have big stars in the future. These guys
1: are scouting. I mean, I know they have their friends, too, but they're also scouting the new um, people because I, I think they're young, too, and they did an all right job in their match, but private party. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did some. Yeah, I mean, deep, they, they got them offered tricks, yeah. some, some
0: big-time deals. Yeah. Um. So... You know, while while it's nice to have, bless you, While it's nice to have, you know, a nostalgia show, you need to start booking for long term <clears throat> plans. You need yeah. to start booking for the future because, believe it or not, the future is going to show up in October when AEW goes live for the first time. So, time is limited. They got to start doing <clears throat> something. Yes. So we'll have to see. Um, let's see. Now I'm, now I'm kind of just curious about some of the other people's ages. Like who? Uh, I already said Joey Janela. He's 30. Um, let's see. Who's who's someone else that we could maybe look up? Chuck and Trent.
1: It Chuck? I think Chuck is like mid-30s. Now Trent, I think, is
0: younger. Let's see. Chuck Taylor, 33. Oh, he's early 30s. Yeah. Okay. 30s. Trent Beretta is 32. See, now they're doing it right with Ricochet, because Ricochet is 30. Yeah. So there's someone that you could have for easily for five years. Yeah. Uh, again, as long as his body holds up. But I mean, it's just they gotta start doing something because this fifty fifty booking and this whole <laughs> whatever they're doing, it's just not working. Um Yeah. But <laughs> As far as the Raw Reunion, kicked things off with John Cena. The Usos came out. Rikishi came out. Revival came out. Devon Dudley came out. Led to a match. Usos ended up defeating the Revival. Whatever. Uh, the Viking Raiders defeated Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, it, it's kind of disheartening to see because they kind of, Told a little story with Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins leading up to WrestleMania. Oh, you know we've, we're not getting booked. Uh, they're misspelling our names. They don't care who we are. The only thing we can do is, you know, go up from here. Then they win the titles. They lose the titles, and they're right back to where they were. So it's like, okay, well, at least you had a feel-good me- moment for you know, a month, yeah, or however long it was. Um they had Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns whatever ends in a brawl then it leads to a match Roman Reigns ends up defeating Samoa Joe um that's disheartening about like Joe always losing and mm-hmm. like oh he's the tough
1: guy who can cut these promos but he's always losing
0: yeah that is, that does kind of upset me because he is one of the most gifted wrestlers on the microphone yeah let alone in the ring and he's he not comes out he's and he, not getting any younger. no, he's not. He comes out, he cuts an amazing promo about all the things he's gonna do, and then he loses, yeah, or he'll win a match. The best thing he's ever done, I've always said it was him and Brock Lesnar. That's mm. the only thing that yeah. it's like it's the greatest thing he's done in it's WWE. Like, I'm curious as to why <laughs> they constantly book him so poorly. Like what's the motivation behind there? Like that having him lose all the time does not make him look like a star. no. So, what's the point of doing that? Because AJ wins all the time. Yeah. Like, he became the man. So, what's the disconnect between AJ Styles and Samoa Joe? Like, AJ Styles is great as a heel, (coughs) and he's great as a face. Samoa Joe is amazing as a heel. Yeah. I don't know how he'd do as a face. I'm sure he'd be popular, because he's already popular. They chant his name whenever he comes to the ring. Yeah. But... (laughs) Like where's the disconnect? What what has he done wrong, to to get this kind of booking and treatment? Like I don't know, man. It's it's confusing to me. Um, we had Miz TV with Seth Rollins. Paul Heyman comes out. They had a promo. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeated Sami Zayn with some help from some legends. And what was interesting about this is that RVD came out, who is with Impact right now, yeah. and he had a handwritten letter from impact saying we give you permission here's your permission slip go have fun wow it's kind of interesting um so rvd Raw, from Impact have a join on a pole match and have fun <laughs> rvd from impact and jim ross from aew who refused to refused to go even though he had tony khan's blessing i think
1: also uh and blessing and uh, Boba didn't show up either but did
0: not who was from ring <coughs> of honor so that would have been interesting um they had, as far as commentary, they had Jonathan Coachman, Booker T, Christian. Huh, how was that? Yeah, it was fine. Um, he, he did the commentary during the Zack Ryder and Curt Hawkins uh, match. So. No edge? No, no edge. Which, that would have been a nice, you know, surprise. I'm sure the fans would have loved to have, have seen that. Uh, King? Jerry the King Lawler, he came out and did commentary as well, yeah. So, um, some, you know trip down nostalgia lane or whatever memory lane um let's see Seth Rollins ended up defeating AJ Styles after some help from DX and NWO whatever um McFoley came out and was like hey here's one of my favorite moments from Raw and it showed him winning the title and then he got attacked <coughs> from attacked by The Fiend Bray Wyatt and what I found interesting is that he did use the mandible claw um, he even like had his hands up and went into the position and then drove it into McFoley. so I'm wondering if that was sort of like a passing of the torch kind of thing or, or he like, just takes people's finishers or he could do that but I'm curious if, if that's going to be sort of his other finisher. Like, obviously, he's got the sister Abigail, but will he, puts he also... puts his hand
1: in his pants and he grabs a sock.
0: No. He will not be doing that. Or his junk. He's going to grab the rabbit. the rabbit. The rabbit. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I wonder, like, if we're going to see in the future, like, in the back, like, Bray Wyatt's Bray Wyatt. Like, hey, what's up, man?
0: Mm.
1: You know, and then... I know they showed that promo. I watched it. Yeah, but like, like you know, and
0: then someone says something. He's like all goofy, and then he's like serious. And that's what I love about it. That's what I love about the Bray Wyatt thing. It's like, oh, you know, and that that fiend. He's uh, he's quite dastardly, and uh, I... and uh,
1: you should let him in. Yeah, let him in. The fiend versus the boogeyman. Let me out. I think it'd be hilarious if he was regular Bray Wyatt and he sees like the hey, puppet, guys. the puppet Vince McMahon. Then here comes the real Vince McMahon.
0: <laughs> if we don't at some point have a Vince McMahon to Vince McMahon puppet stare down, yeah, I'm gonna be incredibly sad. Who is this?
1: <laughs> Who is this? Who the hell are you?
0: Who the hell are you? <laughs> I'm Vince McMahon. Damn it! <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Can't fire me. You're not even my boss. Um. A moment of bliss. Becky Lynch and Natalia. whatever. Uh, Braun Strowman beat up a local guy, whatever. No Bobby Lashley, no Bobby Lashley this time. Nope. And then the Raw reunion with Hogan, Flair, Austin, and everybody else. Uh, there were some backstage segments, but it's all passable. Um, the whole Mike and Maria Canellas thing that happened. continuing as hey airtime. Yeah, I guess. But meh. It's just, yeah, it's meh. Um, It was just a way for Ron Simmons to say damn. 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 Um, So there you go. Uh, Over on SmackDown, Shane McMahon recapped what's happened with Kevin Owens, and uh, they've booked a match for them at SummerSlam, where if Kevin Owens loses, he has to quit WWE, and this time it's going to be in writing.
1: If he loses, he's going to,
0: I don't know, Gonna be all sad. Uh, after that, we got to see Shinsuke Nakamura going up against Apollo Crews, and this was actually a really good match. Uh, it was a good shine for Apollo Crews. <laughs> Excuse me, I got the hooks down. Pub it up. Um, one of the interesting things was that. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> that's not good. It's not good when you're hosting a podcast. Um, Byron Saxon, unfortunately, was not on commentary this week because if he, uh, he had a loss of family. Uh, over the week and for some reason Corey Graves was not there either uh, this week so they brought in the new day for the first hour um Xavier Woods and Big E on commentary was
1: it annoying or was it hilarious the whole time
0: a little bit of both um like during the uh, Ms. TV segment with HBK they were singing Shawn Michaels' theme songs. and, and I think were, I would like that the whole time. Oh, I yeah. think I would. It was pretty funny. And they were adding to some of the commentary. Like, oh my God, like I can't believe you kicked out of that. How is that even possible? And um, that Very leads, very
1: throwback commentary. That leads into the whole Shawn Michaels. I saw that on Facebook mm-hmm. uh, with Dolph. Mm-hmm. Are they getting him to come out and fight? God, I hope not. But You then, know WWE's kind of like, hey, you know Kurt Angle did it. You can do it. Come well, on. And see, here's the thing. It, I mean... It's like it's a lose lose
0: situation because if don't
1: they, use it on doff. If you're gonna if they're gonna get HBK to do it, yeah, don't fucking wrestle doff. God. Yeah.
0: Why then, waste it on doff? And then if they don't have him wrestle, then what was all of this about? Just to I mean, further he's come he's come out before, even when he's retired and he hit someone before, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, is it just to further the Ms. Dolph storyline that no one seems to be interested in? (laughs) No one's interested in anything. Well, okay, I don't
1: know if everyone's like that, but I know at least us. Mm -hmm. We're not interested in Dolph shit. I'm just saying.
0: Dolph shit. (laughs) Dolph shit. (laughs) Take my dog for a walk and stepped in some Dolph shit. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's where we're going. with Uh, it. You stepped Um, in some Dolph shit. Yeah. Uh, Michael Cole did commentary for the second hour, uh, and they also had uh, David Otunga. Wow. Uh, So, that was weird. Google him. Google me. Um, Let's see. Ember Moon defeated Charlotte after a distraction from Bailey, because when someone's music hits, you immediately stop what you're doing, stare at them, and then lose via roll up or whatever it was that happened via satellite and then one of the interesting things that happened about this is that okay so we know that it's going to be bailey versus ember moon at SummerSlam, right yuck they announced they pretty much announced that last night yuck i don't know why i said that but here's the thing the match takes about 40 seconds to happen match Mm -hmm. starts they start tussling music hits roll up or however it finishes one two three Ember Moon rolls out, celebrates with Bailey, then she th- then Ember Moon throws Bailey into the ring to be attacked by Charlotte, then Ember Moon attacks Charlotte, then attacks Bailey. I think
1: what it means is she's tired of everybody's shit.
0: Dolph shit. Dolph shit. Yeah. So is she heel now? Is she fake? I don't know. Whatever. She's both. She's both. B o u f, both. Um, and then that led to a backstage segment with Charlotte saying, "Well, my opponent for SummerSlam is going to be even better than Ember Moon, who's the number one contender. Way to book it." Uh, but rumor is that it's going to be um, yes, uh, Trish Stratus, because you know SummerSlam's in Toronto. And ah. Trish is in Toronto. So, cool. So that's a thing, apparently. Um, any interest in seeing Trish versus Charlotte? A little bit. A little bit. A little, little bit. 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 A <laughs> little, bit. little bits. Little bits. Uh, after that, we got to see tiny Kofi lasagna. Kingston. Oh, shit. We got tiny people, too. <laughs> uh, Kofi Kingston comes out, cuts a promo, calls out. Who he would like to face Hoo! at uh, SummerSlam, that being Randy Orton.
1: You remember the time I fucked up your race car? Ha <laughs> ha!
0: Didn't mention the race car, which I found interesting, but they did show um, the moment where he jumped off and gave him the boom drop through a table, which I think was like that same night. Um but- you know, it was interesting of them bringing stuff up from ten years ago, saying, "Hey, you know, we've got our history." But no yeah. race car, damn it! And uh, Kofi basically accused Orton of saying, "You know, Slept you wife. what? What? No, no, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no wife sleeping? Oh, okay, wife um, swap? None of that either. <laughs> What's up, Andrew? I don't know if you even listen to this show anymore. <laughs> um, man, that's something that we've been missing on this show for a while. Big we moves. we haven't had. That listener. I'm actually friends nicknames. with him on uh, Instagram. Yeah, me too, and um, and Thomas it. Lowson. Drop it, low son. Drop it, drop it Red Robin. It low a, low few a few others. Damn. <laughs> we need we need listener listeners nicknames. interaction
1: so we can give you nicknames and right. we will
0: say it. Say it. Don't like it. Um. So, anyways, that led into Kofi Kingston defeating Samoa Joe via disqualification after Orton randall keith orton uh, tried to attack and then uh, finn balor came out issued a challenge to the fiend and bray wyatt accepted on his behalf then the uh, main event saw roman reigns going up against kevin owens with shane mcmahon as the special ring announcer um elias as special referee or no i'm sorry drew mcintyre as referee and elias was timekeeper but instead of fighting each other, they went straight after Drew. Then they took out Elias and Shane. So, whatever. That's Shane McMahon didn't take that Superman punch that well. To be honest, I didn't even watch that part. <laughs> like I started once once I saw <clears throat> the match start and they started going after the guys, I was like, he, All right. I'm Kevin
1: done. Owens don't do the pop up power bomb anymore. He just does a stunner, I think.
0: Yeah, that's his new that's his new thing.
1: I'm like, that's cool. At the same time, I'm like. You're going to hurt your tailbone.
0: <laughs> hey. He knows the risks. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, that pretty much did it for for that. Uh, on to Hot Topics. This is big. This dropped earlier today. Big news. Here we go. AEW. Going to begin their live weekly program on Wednesday, October 2nd. On so TNT. On TNT. That's right. Now we, we were expecting an announcement soon. We weren't sure exactly when. But uh, it's going to be a two-hour program. That video package, that trailer they put together was pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I saw a breakdown on it where they found interesting that they're calling it a league as opposed to uh, you know a program or sports entertainment. Or it's something good like because if you heard interviews
1: with Tony Khan, mm-hmm. I mean, he wants the big sports feel to it. Mm-hmm. You know? Those things that they say, things yeah. that they do. Hell, like, even after... The pay-per-views they have um Post, the,
0: post-match comments, uh, interviews, yeah,
1: with the um,
0: not paparazzi but um, media, media, yeah. So yeah, and and that's pretty cool. Uh, I uh, listened to the guys from from Wrestle Talk, and uh, and they were saying, you know, this it's like whenever you watch an NBA game, you don't watch the NBA, you watch. Toronto Raptors versus Golden State Warriors or whoever, you know. So, it's like you're not watching AEW. You're watching Cody Rhodes versus Joey Janela or, you know, just throwing those out there. Hell,
1: I even like the boxing feel of, like, the teletape. Not teletape, but, like, the Mm -hmm. weigh-ins before the pay-per-views. They didn't have it, like, this last time or the one before, but they have it for the big pay-per-views. Yeah.
0: Like, all Well, the last two weren't pay-per-views. They were just...
1: Their shows, yeah, but like I, I, I would believe that they would have it all out. Mm-hmm. So there's little elements to be part of Starcast, yeah. and all
0: that. So. Oh, that's another thing. We'll I, we'll get to in a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we'll go ahead and talk about it. Starcast. I think it said it was like thirty, thirty something, like thirty five dollars for all of the. Events. I want to buy one thing, all out.
1: Well, all out. But there's one panel I, I want, want to. Buy and watch. What's that? And you know what it is. I know? I do not. You got CM Punk. Oh yeah. For Starcast. Yeah. Which that may be a little chaotic. Just because <laughs> everyone's like, Oh, when are you gonna wrestle again? When are you gonna wrestle again? They're just gonna shove it in his damn face. Yeah.
0: But it's like guys. Enough.
1: Oh my god, Star something. Old. Oh no. I don't know. People if y'all are listening to me, if you're going to all out and if he does not show up, don't be those Dumbass fans who chant CM Punk all the time. Oh God damn it! I just thought of that. Well, he's at starcast, but he's not all out. No. God damn it! I just thought of that.
0: Oh, it's gonna be all right. I hope not. Be I hope okay. it, hope it it'll be okay. Hope it'll be okay. I mean, it, no matter what, I mean, I'm fine. I'm, I'm not in there. Chicago. What do you? You know? Would you be surprised uh, either fuck. way? Just start mentally preparing for it now, and you'll be okay. It's like okay, sure. I've prepared for this. Idiots. I know (laughs) he's probably prepared for a lot of idiots to say stupid shit at the panel. Well, that's probably, he's probably going to lead the panel with that. Like, hey, before we get into the questions, no, I am not going to be wrestling. Yeah. End of story. Because they probably pay him enough for Star
1: Castle. You know, I'll go and talk. Yeah. You know? Mm hmm. Unless they are. Unless he is coming back. <gasps> he's confirmed. Oh, my God. He's going to be eight. Is he
0: confirmed? He's 40 years old. Hey, everybody. He's confirmed. Hey, everybody. Harry Carey here. He's 40? He is 40. Um, speaking of AEW, aside from Starcast, they have announced that for All Out, there will be a triple threat match. Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc versus Darby Allen. So. Hell yeah. Should be interesting. Should be uh, painful. Painful to watch.
1: And this motherfucker over here, he got stable on the forehead. <laughs>
0: All right, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> um, he still You're right, man. He does have shit for ratings. Every AEW yep. thing he talks about. Mhm. And I guarantee he's getting more listens on that than anything he's done in the past. Yeah. So, he he knows what's selling and what's not. Well Todd Um In other, uh, not AEW (laughs) news. In other AEW news. No, not this time. uh, NWA and Ring of Honor have uh, mutually ended their relationship. They Uh, just did. Yeah, effective immediately. They are no longer working together uh, as NWA is set to go in a new direction and push towards a weekly standalone show once Billy Corgan finishes touring with the Smashing Pumpkins. I hope he's,
1: I know he's been successful with this, but like, I know one thing after another, things have happened because mm-hmm. he wanted to uh, own an organization and things yeah. fallen through, but NWA just uh, acquired a big name that was from Impact, Eli Drake, so that's mm. good. I don't know where James Storm stands. I don't know if he's NWA because he would have a thing. I'm not NWA. I'm not ROH. I'm just James Storm. Now well, you have, to, be have one to figure of it out if he's going to yeah. be on TV on because because both those NWA and ROH people have been together. Yeah, but now, now where do gonna you stand? Have, he's going
0: to have to. You're going to have to pick, pick a side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I find it interesting that NWA is wanting to do a weekly televised program. Oh, uh, like, Colt uh, just lost the title. Okay, I just thought because
1: James Storm has it because. Colt works for ROH, mm. but he had
0: one of their titles, so... so I'm guessing James He'd, Storm will probably go NWA. T- yeah. Um, but it's like, God, man, that's one more wrestling. Like, now the problem is, like, there's too much wrestling. Uh, especially for us to, to follow, because, you know, you've got WWE and their well. juggernaut. You've got AEW getting ready to start in October. You've got Ring of Honor, New Japan, Impact. Um, MLW. MLW. Wow. Um so much. It's a lot.
1: It's a lot to cover. Uh, WWE on WWE, on top of WWE.
0: Yeah. That's what you got for WWE. Yeah. I mean, you got layers of WWE. Yeah. Like on their big weekends, like SummerSlam, you've got NXT TakeOver. So that's, two or three hours you've got the pay-per-view which will be four or five hours you have like five three hours of rosters raw. on wwe yeah you got three hours of raw two hours of smackdown and then you've got two hours of aew then you've got two hours of new japan an hour or two of ring of honor an hour or two of impact like is there's no way we're going to be able to keep up with all this i'm just letting our listeners know right now there's no way we're going to be able to cover everything no way like unless we get a big time sponsorship to come out and say, guys, quit your jobs and sit Just in front watch of the, all the time and watch wrestling, so you can talk about it, which I'm all for. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know. So I'm I'm open to the idea, but unless someone comes along and says that. There's no way we're going to be able to cover it all. Nope. Um, And so we're we're also going to have to come up with an idea of what we're going to do once AEW goes live, because SmackDown is going to be moving back to Fridays, but they're going to be taping on Tuesdays. So it's like, okay, do we want to do, we're going to cover, obviously, Sunday for the pay-per-views, maybe Saturday for the takeovers, Monday Night Raw, we'll cover AEW, and we'll talk about the spoilers for that week of SmackDown. And it's so just it's like, it's how it's been before. We would always have to talk about spoilers about SmackDown. Yeah, we just never covered it very much, and and anything big that happened. You know what, hey. my vote. Yeah. So uh, so it's going to be interesting. Or would we do it more of a? Oh well, no, that because that would be too much of like getting together, like on Tuesday. I just like the idea because like
1: if I'm like we can read really spoilers from SmackDown, but I like covering two different companies yes. instead of right now we will still cover Smackdown but two different companies are going on mm-hmm. and then you can make comparisons with each other or say this and this that, yeah. that makes it interesting instead it's going to be one fun.
0: company you know it's going to be fun it's going to be yeah. interesting um, so I mean and and I've started trying to cover New Japan Yes. Uh, with the G1 Climax. I only watched like, like two fun.
1: matches when I was over here the other night, but it was super entertaining.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude, you don't even Hard-hitting shit. Oh, dude, you don't even know. Um, there are so many f- matches that I want you to watch that we just don't have time to. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting over the next few months to see to see where our show goes based on other shows. It's kind of interesting. I'm looking forward to it. And how much wrestling we're going to have to dedicate to watching and all that. Because, um, you know, I, I have heard people comment that Impact is on the up and up right now. Ring of Honor is doing all right. And it's like, God, I would love to watch more. I just, I don't want to take time away from my family. And I don't want to take time away from my regular life to just sit down and dedicate. It's like, okay, I can dedicate... Raw and Smackdown, because I've watched it for so long, and a pay-per-view every now and then, but it's like adding more and more and more, it's like, oh, that might put a strain on well, things. Well, I know
1: that we will still catch glimpses of it, because I like a lot of those organizations on Facebook, mm-hmm. so they'll show clips all the time, so, and we uh, we get the skinny on the news yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, there's a little bird that comes to my door, comes door and tells me shit. Little birds.
0: He's a bird, for sure. <laughs> um, and speaking of Impact, um, it's being reported or by Fight Oracle that Impact and uh, Access TV were in negotiations, but that has fallen through. It was uh, being reported that things are very unstable at Anthem Media. So. oh shit. Impact's going back into TNA wrestling. They're going to be sponsored by Pornhub. <laughs> no, that's uh, Joey Ryan's territory. That's true. No way would they let that happen. Bull. Um, but in good news for Impact, they have renewed their deal with Twitch. So for those who w- like to watch it. Cuz
1: I watched the, well, half the show of ROW versus
0: Impact mm-hmm.
1: on Twitch. Oh, cool.
0: Very nice. And I know that they started releasing those matches on uh, Booker T's YouTube channel for okay. Wrestling. So you can actually go back and, and watch them all if you want. I haven't started watching it, but it's there if I want to. Uh, for those who have the WWE Network, a tier structure is reportedly on the way, which will possibly include a free version that has commercials and limited content where... More advanced subscriptions would feature exclusive events and content from independent promotions like Evolve. So, but, well,
1: I would think they're like, okay, who are we really like? Who's really with us? So, Evolve, and I think there's like a few UK mm-hmm. uh, promotions that they NXT, got NXT UK. Well, I'm not talking about like that, oh, but yeah. there's a they got people from different UK promotions before NXT UK. Yeah, and because I know that they shut. Triple A showed up to a few mm-hmm. in the past, so they'll probably work with those NXT. Like, okay, you know what? We'll put you on our network. Yeah, you know, get you some shine. So it'll probably
0: be a free version, like a five ninety nine, nine ninety nine, it's freaking, it's
1: freaking nuts. Like I only like went back and like saw different clips of Evolve. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, I don't even know who those fucking people are. <laughs> it's been a while. Like the time that we saw Evolve before Chris Hero went there, mm-hmm. I knew who all those fucking people were. I don't even know these people at all at all. Yeah, they've here. all been picked up. Yeah, they've all been picked <laughs> up. They've been picked up by WWE, mm-hmm. or some people have left. Darby Allin, yeah. gone to
0: AEW. Mm-hmm. Chuck. So, AEW. Little, little company, AEW, yeah. out there in the world. So, yeah. Maybe we'll Shit. see, uh, what is it, Yehai? Yeah, I wonder where he's at. Fred Yehai. Yeah. He was cool, I thought, too. Mm-hmm. He was a cool guy. Yeah uh so that's pretty much all i have is for hot topics and i know you want to talk about supercard a little bit totally cool with that she thats always fun. i didn't even know what's going on like
1: until you messaged me and i, I think, was like I,
0: I think i'd gotten in it with like within the first few minutes and so i just happened to go on it at the right time and see so take it away uh so i get a message from you
1: on facebook it's like your wish has been granted and i was about to say Ooh, what do i win uh, but then you post a picture. Last man standing with Becky Lynch, which works out because she nicknamed the man. Yeah. Because at first I was like, oh, last woman standing. And I was like, oh, no, last man. So, okay, they can get away with it. If they're not going to do last woman standing, this works out. Yeah.
0: Because she's it's a clever way of doing it. Yes.
1: Well, and you bet your ass I'm taking part of it because yeah. I have been wanting to have... Last man standing with a woman—that mm. sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> for gonna, a while, we're gonna go at it and see who yeah. who's Beat going down.
0: Um, so, yeah, <laughs> That's a, that would be an interesting night. With I may wife.
1: have to put some coin towards it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have fun with that. Yep. Um How's how's your deck? Um, I made sure to word that correct. No, uh, no dicks. <laughs> how's your? Deck of cards. I think looking. I'm on Shattered Plus Plus. Really? You're not even the WrestleMania thirty five tier yet? No. Dang, I thought you were higher than that. You haven't gotten any like thirty five plus or pros yet? No, no pros at all. Wow. That's kind of shocking. I have some cataclysms. Yeah. Yeah, I know we got that uh we got the Charlotte one and we got that uh Kevin Owens one. But I'm up to the cataclysm tier I now. I think I have. I want ricochet the early stages of it. Yeah, but I no, did I... get one of those few uh, those pure bubble uh, balloon ones, and I got a ricochet cataclysm. I got like a got, uh, like a Matt Hardy neon. Ugh. Oh, you went with the light one, didn't you? Yeah. With the two popcorns and the and the balloon. Yeah, don't do those, man. Go go
1: straight for the. I haven't been, been playing ones. too much to be honest with. I was just been doing the minimum. Mm-hmm. But once I get Becky Lynch, I should, uh, put me up just a little bit, like, uh, like one tier, not one tier, but like it'll go past. Hang on. S- so what did I say? I was, I was at Shatter plus, plus Plus. So then I'll be at what? WrestleMania 35. Plus. I should be WrestleMania 35 plus. Hmm. Cause usually when I get one it'll of those cards, it'll skip, it'll skip one of those things and yeah. go to like, so I'll be plus most likely. <laughs> Uh, I'm working on Cataclysm fusions, Nice. so hopefully that'll I, help. Yeah, get hopefully I can get away. some. All
0: uh, you need is like one pro, and you'll be. I need <laughs> a pro. <laughs> there. That I've never gotten this, but it'd be awesome if I got like two pros. That's what happened with me. I got the Tony Nice and the uh, Jordan guy. So let me ask you this, uh, Devlin.
1: Uh, so if you get a uh, a plus or a, uh, what's it called when you put them together, pro. Pro, mm. I can't think of pro. Um, and then when you go to the next tier, once you do that, it'll just be one card, huh? Yes. So you lose. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a little tricky, and you have to kind of have to have your undercards on the up and up. Like right now, I'm I'm in the process of getting like my sixth and seventh WrestleMania 35 pros ready, so that whenever I do decide to go after the Cataclysm pros again. Or the Cataclysm Fusions, I'll have I'll be able to part ways with my Tony Neese pro and my other one pro. So that way
1: since everything like, moves fast, we should be getting the next tier soon, huh? Uh, SummerSlam nineteen
0: will be right around the corner. Oh god damn it. It's like God is n- so I can never be at the top. For me, once I get to the top level, they always release another one. So I'm like instantly like two steps behind. Quit your job and just play that all day. Give me some sponsors and I'll be more than happy to play. Play it on Twitch. Yeah, play and it on Twitch. Twitch. Like that guy who does it. <laughs> and Supercard follows him. <laughs> so, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. So, uh, what else you got? Anything? Nah. Alright. Not. Are you real. gonna try and go to um, the Hurricane Pro this, this coming weekend? Is it this weekend? It is this weekend. I don't know. I may. Yeah. Thinking about it, I have to work Saturday all day, so that's going to be kind of a bummer. But uh, if you're if you're down for going, I'm, I wouldn't mind going. I'm sure we could talk to Joey Ryan and some of the ladies there. That'd be cool. Yeah. Hey, where I exactly should... do you put that sucker? <laughs> In your mouth, of course. <laughs> Dirty-minded boy. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. If you have any questions for us, leave it on our Facebook page, MS Podcast, our YouTube channel, in this Video. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com, WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on the Stitcher. The pod Player.fm. Yeah. And the Satchel. Hop on. Uh, you can follow us at WNES Podcast. Yes. Yes. And uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, Dominos Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, Dominos underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore A Actually, I have one more thing. What's that? What you got? Oh shit! He's I going have for not style. actually put anything to it. Oh geez.
1: But I found another. Um, oh geez, Rick. Social media app.
0: Social media app.
1: It's supposed to be alternative to Instagram. Stitcher. No, it's called Vero. Vero. But I haven't done too much with it though.
0: I have not even heard of that.
1: Yeah, so I was looking up alternatives to different things, and uh, really, like I said, I have, I have no review, but I just wanted to throw that out there, so I created a a profile.
0: So follow Tyler on Vero. Yeah, follow V-E- me on... V-E-R-O?
1: Yes. So let's see my profile. This is my <laughs> picture. you want to see my...
0: Wow, picture. I can totally see that, and so can the listeners. Wow, look at that. Just a dude who likes to make funny videos. You have zero connections right now, sir. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, you need, so you need those connections.
1: I need those connections. All right. They said online it's like Instagram but without the ads and stuff. I don't for know. now, for now until it gets
0: taken over. Yeah, bitch. Or until Instagram like buys it out.
1: We'll like this app. You're gonna be bought.
0: Yeah. We'll pay you. When to are they shut gonna find down. out? Like alternative to Facebook. <laughs> Many have tried. Few have succeeded. Bring back the space of my and redo it. Oh, no, god. Or Zanga. Oh, God. All the me- memories are flooding back. Zanga.
1: Anyway, so that's going to do it for us
0: this week for the podcast crew. I am Daniel here, Tyler D- Hay-Bear. And we'll catch you all next week.
1: Bye.